Hello and welcome to episode <laughs> 71 of the Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm meant to be. Oh, 71 wasn't a good year. <laughs> 71 was a damn good year. We're girls. We nerd out. We are here to spend the next hour ish with you. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the Nerd Out. You can find us on Facebook, the Nerd Out. You can find us on Instagram. We are newly invigorated on Instagram. Yeah, because you can switch room. Yeah, you can switch between the count now on Instagram. So we've been posting. Yeah, we're we posting post. lots of great shit. And you can email us info at the Nerd Out anytime you want about anything you want. Um, Dude, do you remember that guy that emailed us and was like, hey, we want you to be on our podcast? Yeah, well, and then crickets. Yeah, he was like, oh, was we're going to do a podcast. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to do a live one, like on Google chat or whatever. Yeah. And then I uh, wanted you guys to be part of the first one. Or like, yeah, well, I, schedules, but we could do it. Like, yeah, what we'll day are you talking out. about? Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, cool. uh, yeah that's hey, cool. Hey, call me. <laughs> um, like, like so many men in my life <laughs> he's all hey <laughs> you down you down nope <laughs> uh, um, um, so just real quick because the past couple episodes we talked about the surgery that I had yeah. um, and recovery and uh, we are now one month post mm-hmm. still feel the same um, but it's going to take a long time they say so I'm trying to be patient but the fucking crazy shit that went down is that, you know, we lost Gary Shandling. We yeah. lost a lot. We've been losing a lot of people. Yeah, this year is sucked. It sucked. And it's like, for us, for the certain age bracket, it's a yeah. lot of people from our youth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And Gary Shandling, like, we grew, we were kids. We were like junior high, elementary school, when the Gary Shandling show. Uh-huh. And so, so I was like, man, like, they're dropping like flies. So whatever, whatever. So... I, you know, he had a heart attack, mm-hmm. I, kind of all of a sudden, I guess he didn't feel that well the day before. Uh, you know, the support group that I'm on for my hyperparathyroidism, uh, someone posted that he had hyperparathyroidism. That's why he died. I heard that. And I was like, shut the fuck up. And I mentioned it because... Did he ever have his taken out? I don't know. That's what I wanted to look into. So I guess he was on the that one show with... Um, uh, what's his name? I, I, I know. <laughs> Riding in cars with comedians. Uh, Seinfeld? Yes. So he was on the show and he mentioned this, mm-hmm. that he had this, that he was diagnosed with this. So I don't, I haven't seen, I didn't watch the show, yeah. but um, I guess he was talking about like, yeah, you feel like you're a six-year-old Jewish guy because you feel old, you know, with the symptoms and stuff. And I was like, totally. Um, so then I was like, shit, that's crazy. And I was like super shocked, but also kind of, not stoked that he died, but stoked that they mentioned it because yeah. sometimes it takes a celebrity to have something to have something for people to be like, oh, and in the article that I have that you guys could check out, it's like, oh, um, you know, uh, a rarely diagnosed disease that can be fatal and boom, it's fatal. So I was just like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. It's mainstream. Yeah. I just got my surgery and we're good. Like, I mean, not to be too morbid, but you're kind of a trendsetter. What? HPT, HPT. Um, and then, crazy enough, we talked about uh, when you go back to the episode when we went to go see Mad Max. Yeah. And we went with Jeanette. Yeah. Turns out, because I was posting that shit, where I posted about Gary Shandling, she had it. Hers removed. She had it. No way. She had hers a year. When I started my journey, uh-huh. she had her surgery. And she had a year 
journey before that before someone believed her as well uh-huh and so she only had it for a couple of years so she says she felt like immediate like immediately felt amazing and lost all this weight and you know all this stuff and she was like i felt shitty and my hip and i was like we were talking about it yesterday i'm like i know it's crazy i go i've had it for like probably more than 10 years so uh-huh. it's gonna take me a little longer i go but i'm so happy i kind of like i know someone i go and we were tripping about gary shanley like it's it's crazy she worked in the entertainment industry and just like you know hopefully like this will shed the light to more especially doctors in la because those are the doctors that fucked me up to be like, oh, well, maybe I should look into this more. Maybe there's more to it. And so that more people won't have to go through a year or two years. Ten years. Of, like, trying to... doctors, like, something's wrong with me. I don't feel right. And they're yeah. like... Yeah. Get, cal- get more calcium. Yeah. Some people are like... You know, most people are just like, don't want to deal with shit. And the only reason yeah. why I'm here and be- Jeanette made it to the other side is because we were like, fuck that shit. Like, I need answers. I'll be on hold. Um, let me talk to your supervisor. Let me did it. Let me take notes. Like it was a lot, it was a lot of work, and most yeah. people don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. And most people take whatever that whatever one doctor says to yeah. heart, and we're like, nope, that's what it is. They know better than me. Da, 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 da. Like you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, um, there'll be an interesting article, and because I've been posting, and like I said, I don't really like to share too much, uh, like shit like that. But I thought this was necessary, and already people have been saying like, well what are the links send me things i might have the same thing or you know what i'm saying and people are trying to be their own best advocate or whatever so but the reason why we're here today <laughs> the real reason is in that the middle I, of the day yes in the middle of the day we're here at uh what was no one no one came up with the name for our studios yet thanks a lot guys yeah thanks guys totally um, sleep at the wheel yeah we're at, we're in the dawn so come up with something please help us out um this is the last episode probably until may mm-hmm. because it's festival season Mm -hmm. i'm not working or going this year but Mm ti is again working and going full-blown yeah you when you leave tomorrow today's Uh, tuesday by the way uh thursday thursday today's the 12th so she leaves um and it's full-blown so there's no way we can record um we were supposed to have a special guest today unfortunately mama times happened so she's not going to be on today but we were going to talk about Star Wars, The Force <laughs> Awakens. You're like, oh, old news. I'm all, wait, what? <laughs> Let me see if I can remember seeing that movie. But Ritzy finally watched it because it came out on Blu-ray. It came out digitally first. Digitally. Yeah. Right. So I, I jumped on that. And it, yeah, I would have loved to have seen it in the theaters, but it was awesome to see it in the comfort of my own home. Good. And I have it now. Like, I have it and I can watch it as many times. Did um, Osito like it? Oh, he didn't watch it. He hasn't seen it any of oh, them. really? He hasn't seen any of them. Okay. Um, I feel like he has to go through what we went through. If he oh, wants to see sure. The Force Awakens, he has to see all fucking seven, eight, whatever, however many. Yeah, for sure. He has to see them all. He has to pay his dues. Right. I don't give a fuck he's three. He has to pay his dues. <laughs> um. So, are we talking about? No, you're talking about, you're talking about Supernatural there. No. Um, oh, um, oh, senior. You're talking about senior. Senior. Yes, we watched senior it together. Yes. Okay. I told him, I was like, make sure you don't make any plans for the first. Okay. Because it's coming out and I am waiting. But Supernatural Bear has not seen any. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's sorry. I'm okay. out of it. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Uh, he hasn't okay, seen got it. Yet. He hasn't no, but, seen any yet. But me, I'll see the senior. Supernatural Bear senior. What's the right age for kids to see Star Wars? I think when they can kind of grasp certain things, something in next year or five, five or something maybe? like that, five or six, okay. we'll see. Um, 
So yeah, let's talk about it finally. Stories. Oh my god, it was so good. Um, you tell me, what did you think? Um, oh, you made notes. You're so cute. I made notes. Yes, I made notes. Okay. Um, I loved it. And like yeah. you said, it was not the best movie in the world, but when it comes to Star Wars and giving us what we wanted, yeah. it definitely gave. And I was like going, oh, 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 like super excited. It, it totally delivered. Um, I love how Ray is like amazing. She was she was an awesome, she was an amazing actress because mm-hmm. a lot of the acting she had to do, especially in the beginning, was just all like, Silence. Yeah, like just eyes, gestures, crying, like mm-hmm. super good. Um, okay, so I so I saw it and then watched all the extras, the bonus features, oh, yeah. which I love. I wanted to see this like deleted scene. I think it's like ten minutes that they deleted from the theatrical version. Yeah, and then I watched them. And I was like, oh yeah, that I, I get why they deleted them. It doesn't work or whatever. But the like the bonus thing, there's a whole like section for John Williams and working with that and da 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 da. So you learn all these things. And then I was watching it again the other night and I bought I got it through the digital copy through Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you watched movies or shows through Amazon, they have the X-ray feature. Okay. So you're watching something on the computer or on your TV, and you click a certain uh, button, and then this X-ray feature comes out. So it gives you like the the actors yeah. in that scene, little trivia. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it's really cool. So when I was watching it again a couple of nights ago, I didn't watch all the way through. Um, I got some little extra notes. Um, let's see. I like that gesture that you made. <laughs> like like, like you're tickling the balls. T- tickling some balls. <laughs> some little extra notes. Um, okay, so Miocito, I took a couple of notes that he mentioned. He said okay. it was good. For him, it was good, but... At, Times that felt like Maze Runner, Hunger Games ish. Mm, interesting. Okay. Um, maybe because it was like you know the actors were younger and it was a lot oh, of yeah, like maybe. stuff uh-huh. like that. Um, and then uh, so who who do you, I didn't read go into the wormhole of who's who and what's me what. Me neither. But who, I only know a tiny bit about the Star Wars universe. Who's who's Finn's? So so Miosita was saying like. Is 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 Finn tur- going to turn out to be Lando's son or something like that? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I was like, oh, that'd be interesting. And I know that, like, there's a lot of speculation who's who Ray's parents are. Yeah, so I was reading that. So, like, I thought watching it the first time around that mm-hmm. it was kind of confirmed that Luke was her dad. Mm-hmm. Right? But then I was reading, I did dive in a little bit into that, and they're like, well, it's not really confirmed, but it is kind of confirmed. And then now with the rogue, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. If, if, um, what's her name is her mom? Yeah. I mean, I think that people online seem to be split into two camps. One is the like, OMG, how awesome if she's Luke's daughter. And the other is kind of like, Jesus, there's more people in the galaxy than the Skywalkers. But there, but she's some significance. Like, I mean, she's clearly a Jedi for she's, sure. She's, she's clearly she's got, that. She's got the Jedi lineage. But there's some significance if Kylo Ren was like, like he was already known about her in some way. Like yeah. you know, like he recognized her. I'm sure he heard about her. Or yeah, he, he knows what the lineage is. Or like, are they cousins? That he's like, oh they shit, there's my cousins. So that, and that's why she was like super strong. But like, I don't know. It's super interesting. I love that. Yeah. Um, Speculation. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, 
So on the on the extras and stuff, JJ Abrams was like he just wanted to make a story that would delight us, and he delivered. Yeah, I was delighted. I was delighted. Completely I was delighted. Ten out of ten was delighted and would be delighted again. Um, and then uh, Lupe's character Maz. Yeah, she. I loved that character, but it reminded me of like a Guillermo del Toro character, like someone from Hellboy. Oh yeah, which totally. I loved, like uh-huh. I, because she was like super animated and stuff. The way she looked like, um, and J.J. Abrams. That's based off of one of his teachers. Yes, um, and then they share. They had a picture yeah. of what she looks like in real life, but she, she looks, looks a lot like cute. her. That's so cute. It was super cute. So that was on the bonus things. But when I was doing the X-ray stuff, mm-hmm. one of the production. Um, managers for uh star wars Mm -hmm. turns out he had the same teacher no way yeah (laughs) and i was like "Mm, meant to be meant Meant to be be. um and i think because i didn't understand because i hadn't seen the movie and people were so like an outrage how there was no ray figure figurine when the figures came out Uh uh-huh because i i always thought that finn was the main character yeah i thought she was a secondary character so i was like i don't know what the rage i would i i get that she should be there but i was like oh you know and then i saw it i was like are you kidding me that's crazy i actually thought it was really interesting i'm sure they did it on purpose that leading up to the movie's release, all of the advertising, uh, all of him, the marketing, him, him, him. everything was all about him. I think on one hand, it was hopefully to delight the viewers. Yeah. But I think on the other hand, it was because people would dig in their heels. Like people dug in their heels about him being black yes. and her being white Ridiculous. and people being other colors and whatever. <laughs> If it was like PSBTW, the lead is also a woman. Like, like there would have been so much nerd rage in people's basements. Because <laughs> there's rage now with Rogue One. Yeah, or even not even in people's basements. Just a lot of like dudes who can't Let handle the fact yeah. that like women are fifty percent of the population. I'm sorry, fifty one percent of the population. <laughs> Boom in your face. <laughs> and like sometimes we get to be the leads <laughs> in movie in big nerd movies too. Go yeah, fuck yourself. Yeah, and kill it. And crush our enemies. Dude, murder it, murder it. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I loved the scene. What was your favorite scene? Or did you have a favorite? Scene? I don't know. There's a. What's yours? Um, I think that my my favorite scene would be. Oh, I know what it is. When she's with Kylo Ren. Yes. <laughs> And he's all like, I will crush you. And she's like, oh, yeah? And, like, all of a sudden, she's all Jedi and shit. And, and you're all, kicks yes! Where she kicks that motherfucker. Like, I wanted to jump up out of my seat and be like, in your yeah, face. Yeah. I was like, yes, yes, yes. But it ties with the scene from when they're fighting in the forest, and he's trying to call that lightsaber. Oh, oh, yeah! And then finally applies when <laughs> no. it goes to her. And she's like, what? Yes. Amazing. Oh, my God. Such a, Both of those were such, like... Jump out of your Amazing. seat your moments. Yeah. I loved those moments. Because guys get those moments all the fucking time. All the time. time. We never get those moments. Yeah, we never get those moments. Yeah. And they just get it, like, guy on guy. Like, like it's not even, and it's, like, not even a big deal. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's cool. Right yeah. on. High five. Like, Iron David Man. and Goliath type of deal, whatever. Yeah. But this is, like, yes. come on. This is amazing. Yeah, that was great. Um. Oh, and then uh, the bonus features. Uh-huh. I just, just the legacy of Star Wars and how important it is to so many people and watching the bonus features and how like my dad worked on the first films and now I'm working on the films and That's just really cute. People working on the films are like super excited because <coughs> they grew up with the films. Or you know what I mean? Like just just the fact that it just means so much to so many people. And yeah. so everyone 
that are talking about the Millennium Falcon, how they're like, we, we, we have pictures of the original model and they're rebuilt in it. And they're like, we took, uh, as high res photos as we could of little stickers and decals. They're like, no one's going to see them in the film, but we, we know they're there. Like yeah. it's important. Like every, every yeah. detail is important. And, and, um, so it's the nerd out. And I want to talk about how nerds win. And I don't know if you saw the, the guy who, uh, him and his homeboy got to build R2-D2 for the film and how oh. they got there. Oh my gosh. So there's like, uh, I forget what it was called, but there's like a um, R2-D2 droid building, like festivals that happen around the world. Of course there is. <laughs> of course there are. And he was like building them and he like sent an email to, he met somebody and was sent an email. like, hey, if you ever do a film, like, you know, we build this, like we can help you build it. So he gets called, he gets an email to build it. So he brings his homeboy and him and his homeboy are building the R2-D2 for the film. Nerds win sometimes. Nerds win. That is When awesome. I saw that, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> um, they're like, oh, you did a great job. Do you want to help us with the film? Who's going to say no to that fucking shit? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and then I know, you notice, um, um, What's the name? 3CPO's Red Arm. Yes. And they're saying that that was um, part of the comic books. Hmm. But that's what happens. And, and they, they were like, oh, let's like continuity. do that. Yeah. Well, they actually, there was an interesting thing with continuity um, because they've been doing Star Wars fiction and comics forever. Like, I remember in high school, some of my, like, super nerdy guy friends would read, read all up in them and stuff. <laughs> and I always thought that they were really boring. Like, I tried to read some of them, and Ryan just wasn't great. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but there are, there's, like, a fucking shitload of these books. A shitload. Wow. And when um, Lucasfilm sold the rights to... To um, why am I blanking on it? Walt Disney. Okay. They um, they had like a referendum on like what parts of all of these fiction and comic books and whatever are like canon, e.g., legit, mm-hmm. and which of them were, we're cutting out from the story and oh. they don't exist in our universe. How- and there was like a big deal as fans were like, wait, you can't say that this didn't happen, but this did. <laughs> Certain like storylines or certain like books and side projects, they're like, no, not canon. Who 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 was the committee? Who was the last final word that said yes, no? I don't know, but I That's do know so that interesting. I do know that Lucasfilm keeps people on staff, and their whole they're basically like the archivists of the Star Wars universe, and they are in charge of like continuity, mm. consistency. Nice research history like making sure that everything always makes sense that's awesome i know oh, that who, would be would, the best job yeah, ever by the way do, um, if you're a nerd and you love history yeah. oh my god they're like uh, i'm a star wars historian yeah <laughs> and you're like oh in your spare time it's like no i make a hundred thousand yeah a no year. you know because they gotta be on point yeah we have to research and see how much we they should because we should we should have one of them on the podcast that would be amazing especially if there's a female on the on the okay, on the team we're gonna, we're gonna investigate um and then i I've noticed, especially because we watch all the movies leading up to this, mm-hmm. you know something's going to go down when there's a ledge or a bridge. Always, always, yeah. <laughs> when I saw that bridge, first of all, I was like, okay, does the Empire have, like, no safe, no OSHA? Yeah, exactly. Because- <laughs> 
It's like a workers. It's like a workers. Workers come nightmare right there. Waiting to happen. Exactly. Somebody's gonna fall off that damn ledge for sure. Every single fucking time. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, well, somebody's going over the edge on that one. So when we're watching all the movies, we kept watching like every couple of days, and I was like. Another ledge. Oh, of course. Another ledge. Yeah, somebody's going to fall <laughs> off it, swing across it, be hanging from it. Something's going to go wrong. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Miosito uh, told me that he reminded me that Rakim, Eric B. Rakim, Rakim has a song. Uh, it's called Know the Ledge. And one of the lines, it says, uh, all, it was in the movie Juice with Tupac. Okay. And it says, always the ledges for rights and deaths. <laughs> know the ledge. If you're in Star Wars and you see a bridge or a ledge coming up, Yep. Proceed with caution. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> something's going to go down. John Williams, one of your faves, right? Um, oh, or is that someone else that I was Somebody else, but I like him a lot. So he's 83. He's Still done, going. He's done all the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. He's like, hopefully it'll be... So he's... They're filming the next one right now. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that score. Um, he's done... Like, I was looking at his IDMB... Like, all the video games, all the little documentaries, all wow. the da 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 And J.J. Abrams was saying how amazing that was one of the highlights of his career to work with him. And they really got along. Um, they worked really well together. And he was saying, you know, it, his music, his scores, is like a character. Mm-hmm. And it's a super um, important to the film. And if we watch Star Wars, the original, um, without that... It would be a completely different film, which That's is totally true. true. And true. he was talking, and John Williams is talking about like, okay, um, when he had it th- come up with Ray's theme, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm watching X-Ray, mm-hmm. they'll show who's in the scene, any little trivia, uh, any little history stuff, and then they'll show uh, John Williams' Ray's theme. The name of the little mm-hmm. scores, which is awesome. He's talking about Ray's theme. He's like, yeah, you know, it had to be, you know, hopeful and strong. And he's talking about... Um, uh, he's he's kind of narrating the scene where she's going up to see Luke. Yes. He's like, you know, it had to be like where it builds up, and that's her theme. But then right when you get to the top, it crescendos, and then it goes into the Force music. Mm-hmm. I love that. He's so good. Yeah. Um, so he's saying he hopes he's around to finish to finish them up. Because he, he's, he's doing the one for next year, and then he's for sure on board to, if he makes it through. to, to But he's, like, sharp as a motherfucking Yeah, he's whip. so sharp like, as a tack, for so, sure. So, um, we'll see. And then, Is he doing Rogue One? Yes. Okay. He's doing Rogue One. Um, I mean, it kind of seems to me... I, I understand completely why you wouldn't. Yeah. But it kind of seems to me that you would do some long, hard thinking about who you're going to pass the torch to. Like, already have that emotion. And then of bring them in to, like, collaborate with him on, like, Rogue One and, yeah. like, figure out a way to, like, yeah. For sure. Because you don't want it to fuck up. <laughs> like, no. No. Um, yeah, so it's very interesting. It is awesome to see. And I was like, man, I was, like, 83. I was like, man, I'm... F- what am I, 40, going to be 42 or something? I have no idea. Wait a minute, with my life. No, like thinking like, oh, am I going to be that sharp? Can I be that sharp when I'm fucking like 40 years? Like 40, that's a lifetime. Yeah, that's a lifetime. <laughs> that's that amazing? Cr- it's crazy. It's kind of awesome. It is. So, yeah, uh, we're going to have to do, you know, some crossword puzzles. and yeah, Sudoku. <laughs> yeah. Keep those synapses going. Um, little trivia, I did not know this until X-Ray. Thank you, X-Ray. Uh, James McAvoy auditioned for Poe. Oh, interesting. And 
homeboy, which I can't remember his name right now, um, that was the star of 12 Years of Slavery. Oh, interesting. So, so those two are up for a pole role, which I think would totally change. Because I can, I can see James, I don't know homeboy, but I know James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know him, but yeah. I like him. And he has that charisma. Yeah, Whoever totally. was pole had to have, have that char- charisma. charisma and could deliver Funny, like funny yeah. lines, but not be too, you know. Sort of be the Han Solo, totally, the mini totally. Han Solo. Yes, yes. Um, wait, I was just reminded of something fascinating. Fuck, now I forgot it. God damn it! It was so good. Oh, mm. my favorite piece of trivia. Yes, when Ray is um, captive in that room, and she's trying to use the Force. And there's the stormtrooper who's outside, mm-hmm. and she's like, why don't you come in here? And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then she's like, why don't you let me go? <laughs> and he's all, uh, all right, how about if I let you go? And then she's like, <laughs> and drop the gun. Uh-huh. Um, that's Daniel Craig. Really? A.K.A. James Bond. No way. Way. <laughs> like, there's apparently a ton of those. I think I pretty much, I think I kind of ferreted out most of those, because there's a lot of people that have little, um, little tiny cameos. And he was maybe working on James Bond at like a studio, like on the same studio or at the lot next door or whatever it was. <laughs> and he was all, hey, look, look, I will do anything. You don't need to like put me in the credits or bill me. Don't give a shit. I just oh, got to awesome. be in this. And they were like, all right. I'm going to see, because I haven't got to that scene yet. I'm going to see if it comes up on X-Ray. Yes, it probably will. And you can even tell once you know. The kind of the way he walks, uh, walks like James. He's like a stormtrooper walking like James Bond. <laughs> he's kind of awesome. got some swagger. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, uh, some other little things that you just remind me of is Conando, uh-huh. my favorite gem of Ginger. Uh-huh. Um, he asked J.J. Abrams to put in the name of, I'm totally going to get this wrong because I didn't write it down. The name of his like grandmother's dog or something like Jug Jug or Jug Jug or something like that. Yeah. So one of the scenes when Ray's with um, BB-8, uh-huh. when someone comes up to them and does something, and then when they leave, they go Jug Jug. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, yeah. fantastic. Um, and I didn't know until the extras on um, Ewan McGregor did the voice. Yes. Which I didn't know. And he was like, the, the movie had already been done. Yes. And they had asked him. Yeah. He, he got the email and he was like, yes. so That's yes, awesome. Anytime. And I think that it will be interesting. Like, there's um, Ray's vision when she's, like, in that sort of desolate wasteland and she is with R2-D2 and she's surrounded by Kylo Ren. Like, she kind of, at one point, I'm trying to remember when... It was, like wasn't quick, that Luke? Oh, it's when she it's when she touches the um, the lightsaber. She's at she's there, the room. but it's like, is she Luke? Is she seeing it from his viewpoint? I can't wait to see what yeah. happens. Yeah, that's awesome. So much good stuff. So good. Um, I did have a. I'm going to watch it again. But you know that one stormtrooper that tells uh, Finn traitor, and he has that different type of gun. Yes. Uh huh. So. I have to watch again. Was he killed? And is that someone that's going to come back for something? It seems kind of really. Yeah, he does kind of get. Oh, you know what? It's because he's the one from the very first scene. I think when the first scene when he has his like buddy stormtrooper, I, I think that he's meant to be that guy, like his friend, who then is like, "You're a traitor." Like when they when they when show up his, when he puts the blood on him. No, somebody else. I feel like he's supposed to be somebody that he knows, but maybe not. 
Because it seems like they kind of focus on him. Yeah, and they sing, and he he really sticks out because of his gun. That crazy thing. Yeah. And he's like, traitor. So I'm going to watch it again to see if he was killed. And if he's not, maybe that means he's coming back as someone. Nerds, nerds let us know. Nerds, nerds. Let and, us know. And how awesome was it in that scene when all of a sudden the resistance fighters show up in their planes and stuff? And you're all, yes! Yes! So good. So many of those yes moments. So many yes moments. So good. I, 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 it was, I was super happy. And like you said, I... I felt like a little kid all over again, and I'm mm-hmm. like, we're for, like, you know, we're in the age bracket of. I mean, like, I'm 29. I don't know how. Oh, you sorry, are. excuse, sorry. Uh, it's it, it just but amazing yeah, how I mean, a movie can. I saw the original one when I was like, I don't know, five, six, seven, something like that. Like, I was a little kid. No, you were little because you're you're younger than I am. No, I'm not. No, I, I don't think so. What year are you born? I'm gonna get into that <laughs> shit on here. So it came out in 77, right? Yeah. Okay. So I was three. Whoa. Okay. I was three. But then the next year when it came, when it was at the the Vogue Theater, and then I'd see it, we'd go sneak in and I'd see it, see it all the time. And I remember it. I yeah. can remember when I was four. I, I feel like, it. and back then, for those of you who are younger and don't remember <laughs> this, movies stayed in the theater a long motherfucking time until until they moved to the last last theater yeah. that you could see it for a dollar yeah anytime yeah <laughs> like and it's the same way like I was thinking when you said that about Gary Shandling earlier that like like oh yeah the Gary Shandling show was big when we were younger and that's because there were three fucking channels that was it yeah <laughs> yeah and when I was driving uh, uh, the Supernatural Bear has been on uh, spring break for two fucking weeks I'm so happy to take him to school today <laughs> And I'm driving, and I'm, you know, surfing, scanning through the, the stations, and then here comes uh, Billy Idol's song, and I was just like, man, everyone knew that song, but to be big in the 80s meant you were big because there's only a couple yeah. of genres yeah. in the mainstream, a couple of stations, uh, MTV, and VH1 wasn't really around yet, yeah. Um and MTV was just playing the same bit. So, like, if you were big, you were big everywhere because that yeah. was it. You were, like, a metalhead. You knew it. You yeah. were, like, a cheerleader. You knew it. Yeah. You were a jock. You knew it. That like, was you it. Just, you had that all in common. And now it's so... I mean, I love the fact that it's so splintered now because that way there's a little something for everybody. Yeah, and, and it kind of brings more people together. And now, it's, back then, it was just like, I used to get shit. We talked about it before. Like, I couldn't like hip-hop and like the Smiths. Right. I couldn't like just called new wave back then, kids. I couldn't like new wave and hip hop yeah. and R and B. It was um, it was soul called soul back then. Like you had to be in your little compartment, yeah, in your category, stay in your lane, and you liked other things. And yeah, so I was I was always the weird chick. Like oh, who's this bitch? Like dancing hip hop, and then the next minute she has like wears the light lyrics on her fucking uh, Trapper Keeper. <laughs> you know what I mean? I even find, um, like, you know, and kind of my adventures in, like, online dating and things like that, that people always be like, oh, I like all kinds of music, but I don't like, I don't like rap and country. That's what people always say. And yeah. I'm like, how the fuck can you be, like, 40 years old plus? And not, in you grow up in that shit. And not like, like, even a little bit of these, like exactly, people. Are and I hate when people say country. I grew up on country, and but it's good music. <laughs> country, and I'm like, I would be willing to bet that there is an artist that they like that is totally country, and yeah. they don't realize it. exactly because it's it's all yeah, it's all mixed. Um, 
So yeah, Star Wars Force Awakens amazing yeah um so jj so abrams does the next one or is there someone else that does the next mm. one he produces the next one he does not direct the next one got it mm-hmm. and i'm which i'm glad for and i hope that he pays very close attention to the franchise for at least the next couple movies because i think that a lot of the directors that they're bringing in to do um to do these movies are young directors who don't have a lot of movies under their belts. Like, they're bringing in one guy, I'm totally blanking on his name or what he's done, but I'm like, ooh, that's an interesting choice. Mm -hmm. Like, he's done, like, two or three movies that I've heard of, and none of them were much more than, like, kind of prominent art house hits. Oh, wow. So it's like, uh, I get that you guys are, you know, being edgy and shit, bro, but, you know, Don't fuck it up. Don't don't fuck fuck up my fucking... Like, don't give it to Michael Bay. (laughs) Yeah. But also, like, come on. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's funny. There are probably a lot of really big directors that would give their left arm... Please believe it. ...to do a Star Wars movie. Um, You probably already knew this. I didn't know because I'm not a Star Trek, but uh, J.J. Abrams is the first director so far that's directed uh, Star Wars, um, Star Trek, Trek, and something else. Uh, Like some other movie I can't think of right now. Um, He's the only one so far. (laughs) Um, Probably will end up being the only person. Yeah, to to be. To do Star Wars and Star Trek. Wow. Yeah. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> so what did you think of the Rogue One uh, trailer? Um, I thought it looked good. Wait, did we talk about um, Cloverfield when I was here before? No, but I totally want to talk about it because I heard the podcast with on the Nerdist with Homeboy yes. and J.J. Abrams. That kind of sparked my interest to be like, all right, I'll go see it. Um, even though I was scared shitless because I don't like scary movies. So fucking good. Really? Oh, I yeah. want to see it now because if like Chris not, Hardwick said it was good. Not in like a, like, I'm not telling everyone like, oh my God, it's the best movie you're ever going to see. But I walked into it and it, this, this usually works out well for me. I walked into it not really knowing much about it. I was nice. like, oh, seems like he abducts this girl and keeps her underground. Maybe it's legit. Maybe it's not. I don't know. And was just pleasantly surprised by everywhere the movie went, the acting, oh. all of it was fucking awesome, and oh. it was delightful. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Cause we were, I- and I felt like I went through the ringer by the time I was done, so I was like, holy wow. shit. Wowzers. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to watch it because I was listening, I didn't finish it, but I was listening and I was like, hmm, I'm kind of intrigued now because uh, Chris Hardwick liked it, yeah. and they were talking about it in the process and talking about how even through... Filming Star, directing Star Wars, he would watch the day. JJ uh, Abrams would watch yeah. the dailies, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, this motherfucker can do so Does many things. It's like a super <laughs> taking super soldier drugs. <laughs> we know a little bit about those. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, No, that's awesome. Okay, Cloverfield. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, highly recommend for everyone. Like, just if you're hanging out, you don't know anything about it. Don't learn anything more about it. I'm not. Just trust your friend Lisa. Oh, good. And go pull it up on whatever means you do and watch it. I guarantee you will like it. And if you don't, I will give you your money back. Oh yeah. Go to that expensive theater. that's 30 bucks with the sofa. Yeah, or, you know, pirate it. And then there's no money involved. <laughs> she has to give you a hand job. Yeah. Nola candies. Nola candies for everyone. Um, okay. Rogue one. Um, Rogue one. I thought looked good, but not great. However, that's what I thought about the star Wars trailers. I'm excited just because I'm I'm in full blown Star, Star Wars, Wars mode. mode. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I'm like, yes, 
Yeah. And then our, our friend, and we'll have him on as a guest sometime soon uh, when he's in town. Uh, now, now, Jerome. Yes. Um, he's like, I can't wait to December. I want to see it now. Like, I know yeah. me too. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll watch it like it's my job. <laughs> of course. But, um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I was like, all right, okay. Consciously <laughs> optimistic. But for all we know, this is a fake out. Because, again, everybody, like, a bunch of people online are like, I can't believe, like, all of his movies are about girls. So feminist. Is Star Wars a feminist franchise? Yeah. Gross. Cooties. So stupid. Um, But for all we know, it'll be a bait and switch. And the movie will be about a dude. It'll be all about um, Ghost Dog's like character. Like movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you posted that article about even... Yeah. Disney Disney films with the female leads. Yeah. The males had more more uh Yes. They just did a study about um dialogue. dialogue. Who has more dialogue, men or women in movies? Um big shocker, it's guys by a landslide. <laughs> but even in motherfucking Disney princess movies, like Man, you can't even win, we can't fucking frozen, win. We can't even dudes win. Dudes have more lines than women. Which I refuse to watch. It's actually really cute. Ugh, I can't. I just I I don't want to watch until Kanoa asks for it or something. Oh, but I'm sure he'll. No, no, right, right. You, know you want to hold off on the like him singing that song yeah. all the fucking day and shit. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's go to TV mm-hmm. real quick. We were talking about alternative motifs of watching stuff, and I was <laughs> all about um, Fire Amazon Fire Stick Jailbroken with Cody on it. Like if I had stock in it, but I do not. What we're going to provide you with. The YouTube link to this one dude who has helped me uh, sideload mm-hmm. Cody onto Firestrick Sans computer. If you know what I'm talking about, you're going to be real excited when you hear this. Extra excited when you see it and do it and how quickly it's done. I okay. did one one stick via computer and had to download shit and do all this other shit, which I didn't like. Um, and this one, I just did it all on my TV with mm. clickings and it was great okay um so now i'm getting full-blown kids in the next couple of months i'm gonna be extra on my shit so basically i up updated this all by myself because my um good friend uh laura her brother does these and she's like you know i can't wait anymore because i wasn't getting my movies because i needed an update she's like so i took notes and she sent it to me so i did it one the way she did it and then mm-hmm. i did i was like oh let me check out this youtube and I was like, holy shit, I should have done it that way the first time. Okay. So it's amazing. In a couple months, when you are like a full-on ninja with this, then I think that we might um, see how we can apply that to my life. Yeah. I could see it already. I think it's going to do wonders. Do wonders. And mm-hmm. save you a grip of money. Yes. I know. My cable bill is so ridiculous. Yeah. It's going to do wonders. Um, let's get into Walking Dead Kids. Oh, yeah. So, um, WTF, we had a Walking Dead finale. And we also just uh, the other night was Fear the Walking Dead first episode, which was Rich, 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 hi tongue twister, <laughs> which Ritzy hasn't seen. So, we but I don't get no, that. I don't care. We, no, 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 no. It. but spoilers. I don't care. But I don't care about these people. I mean, I know exactly. <laughs> Nobody does. Um, but yeah, Walking Dead. What did you think? Um, I was really stressed and I was really upset so um, because you and I had discussed at length. Uh, who was who in the comics was offed? What happened? So we knew someone was gonna die yeah. via Lucille. Yeah. And it was gonna be brutal. And it was gonna be a character that we all loved. 
Yeah. In some way, like someone part of the core group. Yeah. So we knew it and I prepared and I was like, we were talking about like, oh, it's going to be Glenn because they faked us out and we were mad about that. So the whole time I, I even told Miosito, I was like, listen, it's a, an hour and a half uh, finale and I'm going to need your support. I know you think it's stupid. <laughs> I was like, but someone's going to die mm-hmm. that I'm going to care about. Mm-hmm. He's like, you talking about that show again? I was like, yes, yeah, someone's going to, I need your support. He's like, yeah. okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going in. Went in, and then I come into the room. He's like, "What happened?" I, I'm sure he expected me go, to go in there and ball in yeah. so I can give him a hug. I'm like, "Fuck that shit!" He's like, "He starts rolling. He thinks the most hilarious thing." I go, "Nothing happened." <laughs> yeah, nothing happened. Cock blocked. Oh, dude, you you said it best. Say what you said that you had. What did I say? You had blue balls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally blue balled on that one, motherfucker. The reasoning is bullshit. The reasoning is fucking bullshit. Like, I'm trying to give everyone... And for those of you who didn't watch it and for some reason are listening to this... um, Wrong. (laughs) um, Whoever the fuck you might be. (laughs) And the terrible choices you've made in life. Um, Everyone in the comic books, there's this new villain. He kills a beloved character in his introduction. Everybody knew that was going to be happening. And so what they did on the show is they had, like, he got to deliver, the bad guy got to deliver his whole speech, built up this whole, like, fucking, like, 10 minute in crazy intensity while he's trying to figure out who he's going to kill. And then, like, he swings the bat and it's from the POV of the character. Was this porn? So all you, I know. So all you can see is the bat coming down. And then it's like, yeah, see you in October. Worse, though fucking worse. And then Homeboy has the balls to say, what's his name? With the curly? Yeah, I hate him. Oh, yeah. Has the nerve to say, it's just like in The Empire Strikes Back. When you ended The Empire Strikes Back, it left on a cliffhanger. I'm like, no, no. you didn't, no. motherfucker. No. You found out that Darth was his father, and he cut off his hand. So many things. That's a big deal. So many things. It wasn't like, Luke, I know who your father is. <laughs> and Chris. No, no. You, you, we needed a satisfaction. Yes. And he's like, oh, it's a story. It's the end of a story. And oh, so when shit. we come back, the, what happens when we find out who was killed and how they have to react and how the world changes is the beginning of another story. No, you're fucking dicks. You did this bullshit yeah. with, like, it'd be one it's thing. It's a cheap bait and switch. It is. You already did something stupid like that with Glenn's thing. Yeah. So you'd give two, like, it, it's just, I read an article the other day, it's like, I'm quitting The Walking Dead. <laughs> they're like, yeah. this is why. Yeah. And they're just, and they made a lot of good points. I was like, yeah. And then I was telling Miocito what was happening. He's like, yeah, but when it comes back on October, you'll be right. I go, yeah, I know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I also think, like, what they did from a storytelling perspective, like, part of me understands from, like, a ratings, whatever perspective. But from a storytelling perspective, this entire 10-minute scene is, like, in many ways, it is, like, the kind of the end of, like, an innocence for yes. the people who are left behind. And it's this terrible, tragic... It's like the Red Wedding. That's what you were saying. Of it's The Walking Dead. Yeah, I could see that. And so you get to this point, and, and they just took, like, the cheap out. Totally. And instead of delivering on the full scene and allowing the scene to happen... They were like, hey, I know, let's be super clever. People are going to hate it, but they'll get over it. Yeah. So annoying. 
And, and even if they would have had at least done that POV stupid shit, which I hate, I don't even like it in porn, um, and then shown showed like the people, our crew, yeah. and the devastation or something and left on that. It's like, give us a little something, something. extra. Yeah. Like to just be like, done. And then kind of pan out or show one person and just show the devastation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because cause, cause what I did like was, and then they talked about it on the Talking Dead we watched, uh, where uh, Homo that plays Negan. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I always try to call him his... Jeffrey uh, Dean Morgan, yes, please. Yes. Yes, please, more of that. Mm. <laughs> he looked amazing. Oh, my God. He so good. So handsome. So good. When he was talking about how he... Everyone, would, even though they weren't on camera, they were still in character, so they were super devastated for, like, hours, like, 16 hours. And I was like, man, that must have been so draining. Especially for Rick, because Rick looked hella shook. Yeah. He looked so shook. And I was like, man, he's, that dude is going full-blown. He, he, he was... I'm sure he didn't have to... That was real sweat. I'm sure that was real sweat. They oh, didn't yeah. have to spray him down for yeah. the effect. And he would look up. like he was, like... Having a on something, breakdown. yeah, it, it was amazing. I love that he he did a really good job on the nervous breakdown. Um, so if they showed someone like Maggie or someone like that and see the the devastation, full blown devastation, yeah. Yeah. slow motion, <laughs> like yeah, do something. that, do that, give That's, us a little that something, exactly something that would have allowed the scene to play out and, and that'd enough be of a way exactly that you offered a little bit of like that thing to the audience that we're saying is just like less blue balls. Yes. A little bit less. A little release. A little, a little, a little, a little, release, a, little, a, little a little premature ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> a little pre cum out there. <laughs> did you did you see the thing that we posted? I know what the title is gonna be of our podcast. <laughs> I always try to pick words that I'm like, this is gonna be the only podcast with a title that has the word pre cum in it. <laughs> Oh, the best. Did you watch the reaction video? Yes. We, we should have a link to that because yeah, we'll they didn't see it because it was. I'll watch. Miss was like, what are you watching? Because you're. No! No! <laughs> When they were when, he, when they were showing the scene where he had the the Lucille on everyone's face, yeah, and like no, everyone was like no, no, and then at the end, everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and then that one girl, where's Daryl? She kept saying, like, where's Daryl? Yeah. Oh, uh, what about the Carol scene? The Carol line storyline. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to give anything away. So I, what I, I so you know that that really ha- that was what I was asking you. That happens in the in no, the okay. no, but I know where they're going with it. Oh. I have had a suspicion from my fellow comic book fans that they were going to give Carol Michonne's storyline in the comic, um, mm. and I think that that's where they're going. But, um, I mean, what made me really happy was, well, first of all, um, Carol continues to be a badass. And that guy was, like, full-on Terminator after her. Like, bro, give up and go home. I know. And then, but I'm like, dude, he shoots her twice. And she's just like, I would be, I'm like, how can you shoot her twice? I mean, and your aim sucks. Yeah. Um, although I'm sure he's trying to make her suffer, but never do that, you guys. That never works no, out. No, because it's going to backfire and you're going to fucking die. And then I was glad that Morgan showed up and fucking got over his whole, like, we're all God's children bullshit. Yeah. 
and um, did, you know, it's kind of funny, like full circle. He did what he was railing against Carol for doing, which is protecting the people you love with deadly force. Yeah. Um, But then I was so excited when the other guys showed up and they were all, hey, no, we're cool. And then like reached out and shook hands. And I was all, ah, it's been so long since they've met like another civilized person. Even Jesus, Jesus, when they met him, was like fucking with them and trying to figure it out. And I'm like a normal person who wants to shake and, your hand. And what are they called? Uh, the kingdom. The kingdom. They're from the kingdom. And I was like, when I saw that they, what they were wearing uh-huh. and stuff, I was like, oh, they seem like good, good guys, but good guys that know how to survive. Yeah. And that's what we need. Yeah. I think that they will be, um, they will be useful and their leader is really awesome. And really? I'm looking forward to Dude, have they said who they're going to play? Who's going to play them? Um, I don't think so. They would, they, I guess they, they're probably shooting, starting to shoot now. So if they haven't already, so I should look and see, I wonder who they chose. Um, who would you want to play him? Oh fuck. I don't know. Somebody I don't know. Oh yeah. That's um, better. That's always better. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for a character like that, like on a TV show, but he's good. I like him a lot. Um, so I'm like, all right, that's going to be an interesting thing. They'll circle back. Um, and I still couldn't tell you who I think he kills, but after watching that play out, I'm sure going to go on the record. I'll put my money down. Put your money down. It's Daryl or Glenn. I think it's Glenn, just from everything that you talked about. I mean, because it's, it's supposed to be, but uh-huh. not be, be the way it's played out on the show. They gave us the fake out. They He was the one that was going to get the head blow at Terminus. Yeah. When they, like he's a lot of, lot of saves, a lot of almost. Yeah, he's had a lot of saves and a lot of almosts. And he was the character who never killed another person, and then he finally did when they did that like sneak attack on the base. So, I don't know. Maybe it's time for Glenn to go. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they just fucked with us at the last minute and did Daryl. And like, he's not real anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just seems like the kind of thing they would do just to blow people. Just because they like to fuck with us just to fuck yeah, with us. Dicks. It seems like they're they would do dicks. that. They might do that. And it would make sense if it would be, I don't want it to be Daryl, but if it was Daryl because he doesn't really exist. So the story could still. Yeah. Well, I'm, I would deviate the whole story because then there would be a it Glenn. Has to be Glenn. It has to be Glenn. Well, I mean, they fucked up all kinds of other people in oh. it. Um, and I figured, I was like, maybe it'd be Abe. But I think that when he's going along and Abe gives him the, like, oh, yeah, I volunteer as tribute, like, fuck you and yours kind of look, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, he won't want to kill Abe. He wants to keep him around. He's yeah. like, he's my type of peeps. Yeah, he'll be like, eh, let's not give it to the guy who wants it. Like, he'll he'll find yeah. the person to that no one wants to die. Totally. Yeah. Someone who, I don't know, someone said that it's either Abe or... Uh, Sasha? No, homeboy. Drove the, drove the... Eugene. Eugene. Eugene also was, I was a little, because they did give him like a little wrap up of like, yeah. here's the recipe for like the he bullets. Made, yeah, his arc was like yeah. done. Yeah, let's, his, let's, his arc was done, but I was like, <laughs> it's either, that could be a fake out. <laughs> but you know what, I'll put, I'll put my money on Daryl or Glenn with a little side bet on Eugene. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I, I agree with that. Uh... So we have until October. Oh, and also, yes, there. I just. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm on to Game of Thrones. <laughs> you finish. You finish your thing. You finish what you're um, saying. We have until October to wait. Yeah, we just have October to wait. Um, yeah, I'm not 
too excited about Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't know if I have to watch it. I haven't watched it, but maybe... Uh, I, did you watch the first season? Mm-hmm. It got... This season is not getting great reviews. Ooh. But, you know, a lot of people... The Walking Dead had kind of a hard time finding it. Like, it was a little That's all true. over the place. It was a little baby deer with, like, <laughs> little legs that didn't work quite right. Um, yeah, so I'll watch that. Just because there's nothing else. Yeah, just because it's there. Yeah. Um, but then Game of Thrones is coming up. And before I forget, See. I learned this morning that there is a Game of Thrones podcast that has two sex workers, like, reviewing it. And it's called Winter is Coming, <laughs> dot, 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 on your face. Oh, my God. I mean, that's the please. best name ever. Link, please. Yeah, I will put a Have link to that. Have you listened to it already? No. I just read I hope, about it in Wired Magazine. I hope it's really good. Winter is coming on your oh face. Oh, my God. Amazing. Um, so, yes, winter is coming. On the, your face. Like, now I can't. On your face. <laughs> the, I know. That's going to be my new thing. Um, I think the first episode is, like, the 24th. Yes. I just saw um, the, yeah. So, I will be at Coachella, and the thing that sucks is that, like, I'm either going to have to stay entirely off of social media you for are. 24 hours, yeah. or when I get home at like 1 or one thirty in the morning, I'm going to have to watch it. But it's, it's Sunday, but it's Sunday. Yeah. So you don't have to go back to the festival the next day. Right. So, so you could do that. But I do have to get up and go to work and shit. <gasps> Worse. I know. So, I don't know. I'm either going to have to be, like, ex- like I go to work in um, one of my clients' big offices on Monday, so I might have to tell them in advance. That's brutal. Nobody, I don't know how you're doing Nobody that. talk to me. I don't want to hear about Game of Thrones. I don't know Not a you. fucking word. Don't give me a meaningful look. <laughs> I don't have to tell people. Don't, don't give me gestures. Don't text me shit when it's on. Man. It's going to be hard. Because I had to wait a day to watch um, The Walking Dead finale because I couldn't make the TV work on vacation. Um, and that was hard. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to... First of all, I don't know why you're going to work. Yeah. The last festival. Gotta stack the bills. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so yesterday they released the second trailer, the second season trailer. Um, which was fucking amazing. Yeah, look real good. Look real I good. am so excited for the season. There are not words to describe how excited <laughs> I am. There are like a few, like I naturally sought out people online who broke down like every image <laughs> from the trailer. And they were like, all right, there's an image of Sansa, like looking kind of badass yeah. with like, a big wolf mm-hmm. pelt. And they're like, she's wearing clothes that have like the Stark insignia mm. on them. So Sansa's going to get like her fucking shit back together and like come for vengeance. In the books, are you, I always forget how far we're caught up. You're caught up. All of this stuff is might be in the books, might be totally made up. Oh. I don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows. So I was going to ask you, does she get revenge in the, in the book? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess she probably does. Because that that's would be so... And, I mean, certainly as a... As satisfying. A, yeah, as a TV so viewer, it will be really satisfying. Whoa. So like, there's female. her in that, and then there's the... Then it shows, like... Um, what are some other things? Um, Davos, who was Stannis... Um, mm. Who got killed by uh, what's her name, Brienne? Mm-hmm. Um, Stannis's right hand guy, the Onion Knight, 
who is missing some fingers. Oh, see, see, see. Um, and he gives the speech about how we don't have to worry. It's not the live people we need to worry about. We need to worry about the dead. And he's giving that speech and in the background. There's banners from like the different houses that we like are good guys. Yeah. Like, yes, <laughs> yes. There's a big, Oh, one that everyone is super excited about. Okay. So in the red wedding, mm-hmm. um, Rob Stark was, um, they were, they wanted to marry him to, um, this into the fray family. So that was like the family that they were trying to like forge this alliance with. And, um, they were the ones that betrayed them to the Lannisters and Bruce Bolton and all that sort of mm-hmm. shit. So there, it shows like a big banquet hall that has, that's in the phrase, um, like their sort of main area, their little tower main areas. And it has a bunch of Lannister soldiers there and it's like a big banquet and everyone's like, please God, please let this be like the red wedding only the way that we want it to go down (laughs) and like just watch a bunch of people just get wiped (laughs) off the earth, please. (laughs) So there's a lot of really promising things in the trailer. I'm so fucking excited. How exciting. Is it, is it more exciting because you don't have anything to go off on? Partly. I think partly yes, which is kind of fun. Um, the last, like, it's a different kind of excitement. It's more, it's more straight excitement, whereas before it was kind of anticipation of, like, ooh, how are they going to do, do it? Yeah. Like kind of knowing what's happening, knowing the backstory on people. And now it's like just the excitement of being like in it as a newbie. Nice. And in many ways, like even though I'm really bummed that this is what ended up happening and that I didn't have the opportunity to read the books first, um, in many ways I'm kind of getting the best of both worlds. Like one of my favorite book series of all time is turned into a TV show that they totally nail. And I get the, the pleasure of watching whatever it's been five seasons or whatever, four seasons of like everything that I know and I'm expecting and like excited about. And now I have the opportunity to watch that same show. It's like a to- with totally fresh it's eyes. It's like a rebirth. It is a rebirth. <laughs> I'm excited. That's awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think that's all we have to talk about okay. this time. Unless I mean, you have anything else. No, I mean, we have more to talk about, but we probably, <laughs> mom needs to get back to work. Um, one thing I will say, I, um, read a really great book that I would like See? to put a link to on there. See? I think you could probably call it a YA book. Um, young adult. <laughs> it's, um, it, cause it has illustrations. It and it won, um, an award. It's an English book. It won a very prestigious fiction and a very prestigious illustration award. Ooh. And it's like the first time that a book has won both. Oh, wow. And, um, it's called a monster calls and it's a story about a boy who's kind of like coping with his mother dying from cancer. Oh. And he had, and a monster shows up to like sort of, I don't know. It's like, is it the monster there to help him, to hurt him? What's going on? It's like, Oh, that sounds good. I seriously, the last quarter of the book could barely read. But when I was done, it wasn't like that sort of, um, it was really sad, but it wasn't that like, I feel so broken afterwards. It was like, wow, that was like really special. It was part of the story. Yeah. It needed to happen. Yeah. It was just like, Oh, everything about it was so good. I highly recommend it. You have, you, is it, Kindle or a real book? I have it as a real book if you want to borrow yes, it. Yes, I like would the, love to the borrow The illustrations are great. It takes maybe an hour and a half to read. Oh, totally down. Yeah, an hour That's and a half, my type hours. of book it's, right there. It's very short. Yeah. But I highly recommend it. Like, I don't know that I would say it's a YA book. Like, 
maybe you have to be older to appreciate the like poignancy of it. And if you're younger, you're like, Oh, I guess that's, you know, what a bummer he's going through this. <laughs> what a bummer. But, and then when you're older, you're like, fuck, like you understand all of the people in the story. You just understand the emotions that they're going through with the yeah. exception of a shitty dad. Wow. Um, so yeah, anyway, super recommended. I'll put a link to it on, uh, on our page. Totally down. And, and before we roll our guest that was supposed to be on today, is oh, yeah. uh-huh. Lilium Rivera. We had her on uh, episode 61, I believe she's yep. awesome. I told her that we we're going to miss laughing with her. She was going to be on because she was a star. She's a huge star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to have a female. We we're talking about, we want to have a female, blah, blah, blah. Didn't work out, but we do have some news on her front. She's coming out with a YA novel. Mm-hmm. It's called The Education of Marco Sanchez. It uh, comes out next February, February 21st, on Simon and & Schuster. And her amazing cover was just revealed. Cover. It's so good. It's on her Facebook page. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, uh, congratulations to our lady Yay, friend. William. And, uh, yeah, kids. So that's, that's, it. that's I think, it. I think we wrap it up. And good luck on your festivals. I, I shall go forth out into the desert. Yes. And do battle with monsters. Oh, the one thing I wanted to talk about is when I was re-watching it, and it's the beginning when Ray, uh, Star Wars Force Awakens, when Ray comes out, mm-hmm. and she's scavenging, and you don't know it's her yet. You know, you just see someone with the stuff. I was like, that's very appropriate Coachella gear. That's like the perfect Coachella outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Think about it for next year. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck it. are you? I'm Ray, bitch. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I can figure it out for next weekend. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. All right. Peace out, nerds. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of the Nerd Out. It was a really 71 was a good year. Was it that when you were born? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're just like a cool year, man, like dazed and confused and shit. Oh. Anyway. Um, hi. You can listen to us. Um, wait. Let's start over because it doesn't say what our things are and I'm